and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums meet up, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike, I'm drinking a sol with a slice of lime, which is a nice sort of uh, Mediterranean-y kind of yummy lager, and joining me today we have... Anna, who is drinking a... Okay, this is going to take a bit of explaining. This is a Costco Christmas gin liqueur bauble <laughs> because we are completely out of alcohol. It is it is so bad that yesterday I tried to mix one with ice cream to make it taste a bit better. <laughs> and uh, it didn't work. The ice cream wouldn't melt. <laughs> so uh, today I'm just having it neat. It is supposed to be clementine flavour um, and it just tastes like sugar. So... Oh my yeah. goodness! Things have definitely come to a, a post-apocalyptic pass when you guys don't have alcohol in the house. I'm I'm very sad. Please don't go into too much detail about your delicious drinks. And I'm Danny, and I'm drinking paint stripper because I'm also out of alcohol. No, not really. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a Robinson's uh, apple and blackcurrant squash because mm-mm, boy, is it hydrating. <laughs> and I'm Ben Levy Griffiths, and I'm drinking a cocktail with no name. It's um, rum, Galliano, grenadine, and pineapple juice. Ooh, oh, sounds ooh. mysterious. That sounds amazing. It's uh, it's my uni cocktail. <laughs> what has it got a name? A quarantini? Oh, it could be a quarantini. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. Very good. <laughs> my uh, uni cocktail was always a uh, supreme white Russian, which is basically a white Russian, but instead of milk, I used Bailey's, so it's even more. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I like to think it's the Putin of white Russians. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Danny! If you can. Uh... Make and then drink one of those while we record sometime. That would be amazing. Uh, Okay, I'll do it next time. (laughs) (laughs) So, what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's an escape room, but stretching across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. Except that this is episode six of a six-part miniseries, so um, we're being a bit loose with the definition of infinite, which here is this. I guess this is the... the, this 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 episode will be the end of the infinite for this bit. Except there'll be more afterwards, obviously. If you think about it, uh, a six is kind of like the infinity symbol, just with a bit missing. Thank you, Danny. See, that's the kind of positive thinking we need to add on to the bits I've forgotten to script. <laughs> like the infinity symbol, but with an end. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> One of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, today it's me, while the others try and solve it. And if they don't escape within 30 minutes then they'll lose, and terrible, bum-smelly stuff will happen to them. If they break anything, they'll lose their deposit. Which this week is... Anna, what's the deposit? Um, it's a... Um, does it have to be something that somebody wouldn't want to lose? It is your puppet. Oh, wh- oh what? Which one? Um, the... <laughs> there are so many. Oh, there? How many are there, How many are there now? <laughs> and there's two in here. Um... Your favourite one. <gasps> My pig puppet? <laughs> yes, it's your pig puppet. Oh, I like him. I can't <laughs> Did he have a name? I can't remember what his name was. <laughs> How can he be your favourite if, if you don't know if he's got a name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, favourite's a relative term. When you have two puppets, one is a favourite, but even then, you don't even I know his name. that guy. I can stick in my hand at him. Oh. Uh, are we ready, folks? Yes. yes. Yeah. Then let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, we found ourselves falling into the mouth of Gavin, our skittish rabbit companion, who had unexpectedly turned colossal and (laughs) eye-flaming. Oh, That's very Iron Maiden. You plunged down the abyss and towards Gavin's huge, hellish, open rabbit mouth, 
front teeth like two tombstones threaten to nibble you all to death. While you fall, and just before you pass his whiffy little nose, though, a convenient three-person hang glider passes you by. What do you like to do? <laughs> um, grab hold of the hang glider, please. As your hands grab the glider rail, a dark apparition appears in front of you. It looks like that nasty rabbit from Watership Down, General Woundwort, but with little bat wings and goat horns on his head. Could this be the Satan of Rabbits? As you ponder this, lasers erupt from his eyes and burn away the glidy part of your glider, and you plunge, liftless, into Gavin's open moor. You land inside Gavin's cavernous belly, and find the pitch-dark space suddenly illuminated. Where's the light coming from? Why, it's you guys! Looking at one another, you can see you're all wearing white bathrobes. You've got tiny little useless wings sticking out your back, and you've got a little glowing halo shaped like rabbit's ears. It looks like you've been deputised by Rabbit Jesus as Lepidoptery Seraphim to sort this all out. Looking far above you, you can see the sky out of Gavin's mouth and the skyline of the city of Belfast. It looks like Gavin and Rabbit Satan are only 30 minutes away from reaching and destroying St. Peter Rabbit's Cathedral. Your time... <laughs> St. Peter Rabbit's Cathedral. <laughs> yeah, it turns out St. Peter's Cathedral's in Belfast. <laughs> oh, good. No, I like the rabbit pun. Good job. <laughs> Your time starts... Now. Right, well, so, guys, you look stunning. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I suppose, um, do our robes have pockets? Uh, they do not. Oh, okay. Uh, did we get those, um, like, little uh, slippers as well? Uh, yeah, you're wearing little white welly boots. Oh, welly boots, okay. Little yeah. white welly boots, okay. What do we uh, have on underneath the robes? Best not to imagine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Full business suits. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I'm warm. Can I take my robe off? <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, what are we standing on exactly? Well, looking around, you can see that you're surrounded by Gavin the Rabbit's giant organs and your feet are ankle deep in gently sizzling stomach acid. That's why you needed the welly boots and half-digested ah. lettuce. In the okay. centre of the hollow of the creature is a gently shimmering, shifting pentagonal prison. What would you like to do? So um, so I reach out in front of me. Uh, what's the nearest organ? Uh, I guess the nearest organ to you would probably be either the heart or the bladder. Okay. Can we add more time by putting pressure on the bladder and making him stop and need to go to the bladder? <laughs> Just for that, I will give you 30 seconds. Yes. <laughs> um, could we go have a look at this prism, please? Sure thing. The prism, it's a crystalline pentagonal prism floating in the middle of Gavin's body. Uh, within, you can see an immaculate, beautiful carrot. The surface of the prism occasionally flickers with indistinct arcane runes. I shall hereby refer to this as the Karatifact. <laughs> no, no, I refuse to accept that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are the uh, runes um, kind of indistinguishable, just random symbols, or are any of them kind of recognisable to us? Uh, they're shifting through all manner of things, which uh, seem to resemble things that you've you know seen in everyday life. The only one that you see repeating often is a hand. A hand. Excellent. Uh, okay. So if somebody puts a hand on the prism, can I can I yeah. reach the prism? Can I touch uh, it? You absolutely can. You can touch it. Um, you nothing happens. Oh, okay. It maintains suspended in midair, impliable to your touch. Okay. Does oh, he that have... was lovely. <laughs> that was the sound the prison makes. Oh, <laughs> hmm. So uh, this but... rabbit has an appetite that only hands will satisfy. 
you think that's <laughs> oh i love that logic um should we all you... put our hands on the prism yes let's yeah sounds very fifth elementy let's do that uh you all put your hands on the prism uh, danny's and ben's overlap a little bit there's kind of a ghost moment <laughs> um but um nothing happens okay hmm I guess then we ought to um, have a bit of a look around the the rest of this um, gavinous space. Boom, boom. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> is there, so if we, you said that we were sort of near the heart, uh, can we actually sort of walk to the heart? Absolutely. So um, even though you're in his stomach, uh, Gavin's insides are all kind of like out of whack with reality and you can actually walk to all of his internal organs pretty much. Hmm. So uh, you can walk to. I can. Eat, what would you like to do? Um, walk to his heart and and have a look at it. Is there sure anything thing. kind of miraculous? <laughs> uh, so it's it's beating very quickly, which turns out it's a bit of a small mammal thing. Um, and affixed to it with an obsidian stake is a piece of parchment. Oh, uh, okay. Can we read what the does the parchment say? Uh, it says, "I, Gavin the Rabbit, do hereby sell my soul to Rabbit Satan in exchange for the most perfect carrot in existence." Should this carrot be in any way and at any time imperfect, this contract is null and void. Signed, Gav. P.S. The beast's number is predictable, unimaginative and repetitious. Underneath the letter, you can see a partially obscured rune that looks like a hand. So, I'm going to guess from that that uh, the carrot is the perfect um, food and we've got to make it imperfect. That's my understanding, is that if we open the prism and, I don't know, take a bite out of it or something, then Gavin will return to normal size. Yeah. Are either of you particularly good at uh, balancing on one leg? Yeah, I'm great. Because what I was thinking was, is these uh, these boots we've got on are obviously acid-proof. We could scoop up using one of the boots some acid <laughs> and splash it over the prism. Oh, <laughs> neat thinking. Um. Let's do it. I do, I um I whip off my boots. I dip it into the gurgling stomach acid. Um, aware that I'm never going to be able to put my foot back in the tube, <laughs> <laughs> I then fling the welly and the acid at the prism. It sizzles when it hits the prism, and the acid burns away. The prism is completely unharmed. Oh, you've wasted right. it. Oh. Cheers, mate. Um, it, it, is, it is Satan's magical uh, carrot prism. This is true. This is true. You said hmm. we had uh, tiny wings. Is there anything of note about our tiny wings? Uh, only the word useless, which I used as a prefix to them. They are uh. completely superfluous. Oh, so there's no runes within our feathers or something like that? I'm afraid not. Okay. Okay, so you got us um, oh, lungs. Can we go and check those out? Uh, so the lungs are like big, meaty, sigh pumpy things, and they join with the esophagus. You can see that in the connecting point, there is a rune with a hand on it. Um, I I have an idea, if I may, because everything seems to say hands, and Mike said we can walk around inside the rabbit. Can we walk inside his hands and see if there's anything <laughs> internally in there? Um, I'm afraid you cannot walk inside his hands. Uh, because he's got paws. Yeah, he's got oh, paws. of course. How foolish of me. <laughs> That's a much better answer. Damn it, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like Rupert the Bear. He hasn't got fully formed human hands. <laughs> I kind of, I, I feel like we ought to try and get maybe to like the brain or something like that. Oh, good idea. I'm afraid the brain is way up mm. high above you and you can't reach it or see it. Bums. Okay. Hmm. So and the, go on. Sorry, carry on. I was just going to say, can we see anything else kind of floating around in the stomach acid? 
Uh, no, just bits of partially digested lettuce. Okay. So we've got um, the, the number of the beast is um, was it unimaginative and repetitive, uh, predictable, unimaginative, and repetitious. Yes, I'm. I'm going to presume that that's six six six. Yeah, I think that's the safe I, bet. Um, but then, and then there was the picture of the hand. There was also the picture of the hand on the lungs and the heart um, and the heart. Could we go to the bladder and see what the bladder has to offer? Sure. Oh. It's all sloshy and it's full of wee uh, and it's got a hand rune on it. Yeah. Everything has a hand rune on it. Okay. I, I um, Instead of touching the bladder, I go over to the heart and place my hand on the heart. Uh, nothing happens. Okay. Could we go to the spleen? Uh, I'm afraid you can't see a spleen. Okay. So out of all the organs we can see, we've got lungs, heart and blad- uh, bladder. Is there anything, any other organs that we can see? Absolutely. Um, so there is. You've got the heart, the lungs, you've got the kidneys, you've got the bum hole, you've got the bladder, <laughs> you've got the intestines, and you've got the belly button. Right. Heart, lungs, kidney, bum hole, that famous organ. <laughs> <laughs> they go for loads on the black mark. Yeah. I'll have one fresh bum hole, please. Hey, it's the hardest working organ in my body. <laughs> And then what was after bumhole? I stopped paying attention. There's brain. Oh, I brain. like the fact that the bumhole goes for lots on the black market because it's where the sun don't shine. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, no. Oh, Ben. Uh, it was bumhole, bladder, intestines, and oh, belly bladder, button. intestines. I've Thank actually you. got an illustration which I can. Oh, that'd be lovely. A little <laughs> oh, map. Oh, hold on. Lucky, lucky listeners, you can find that illustration in the show notes. It's not essential to the puzzle. However, it's great if you need to learn the anatomy of a demonic bunny. Does he not have a liver? Uh, oh, no, I forgot the liver. That is a lovely drawing. Oh, that is a chubby <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> I'm enjoying the uh, label of outside the rabbit that just says the sky. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, just in case you forget. It's like a this way up thing. Oh, nice, nice. Right, um, Michael, do we like Gavin and how much do we like Gavin? I mean, Gavin's been your companion now for so six we do episodes. like yeah, so we like Gavin. He hasn't yeah. So and also, um, you, do, you must consider the deposit of my puppet. Yeah, <laughs> Please consider it. <laughs> so I do, I do I kind of feel that maybe we should try and um, quickly whip around the rest of the organs and see if they've got any um, symbols on them. Yeah, um, let's split up. Ben, you take the bum hole, <laughs> and I'll take the intestines. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for something nearby because I've only got one boot on. Kidney. You can have the kidneys. All right. Okay, what um, would you like to do first? Bumhole, obviously. Okay, so uh, Ben, the bumhole is a dark hole around six inches across, disappearing downwards. Six um, inches. I feel like that's important. Yes. Is there any any um, runes to, to note? Oh, there are not. Okay. The bumhole um, is runeless. Presumably, I'm coming back up my way through the intestines, so can I have a look at them as well? Um <laughs> Sure. Um, so it's, everything's just kind of like, you know, to hand. I mean, it, it is an escape room after all. We're taking some liberties with uh, rabbit biology. Um, uh, the intestines are bulging with all manner of things that Gavin has eaten in his deponic rampage. There is a hand rune on the side of the large intestine. Okay. Bloody hmm. hand rune. Okay, so there's no hand rune on the bumhole. There's a hand rune on the um, intestine, brain, um, heart. There was a hand rune, right? Yeah. No brain. Yeah, we didn't do the brain. Oh, we didn't do the brain. Okay. No, he said it was too high, far away. Oh, okay. And so it's not on the rabbit drawing. And it, and it absolutely is not. So I will scribble that out. Can we just um, quickly run to the kidney and make sure that has a hand rune on it as well? Yeah. 
sure. So the kidneys look disgusting, but your mum and dad would probably like them and probably swap their ration tokens for them back in the war. Uh, there's a hand rune on each one. Okay. Uh, so two hand runes, technically. Was that the same on the lungs? Did the lungs have a hand rune on each one? Uh, there's just a single hand rune uh, where they join with the esophagus. Okay. Interesting. Um, is there anything else on the esophagus? Uh, no. So I think and you're got- at 20 minutes. We've got 20 minutes of time gosh. remaining. Wow. Oh, but okay. <laughs> we had 10 if, minutes remaining. If I may, uh, technically, if you add those all up, they're six hand runes. And as oh. there's three of us, we have six hands between us. So maybe if we put ah. all of our hands onto the thing, that makes six hands. Okay. Can we just very quickly take the belly button? Uh, sure. Yeah. So you take a look at the belly button uh, and you can see it's actually um, made up of two smaller holes, two adjacent keyholes. Uh, there is a door-sized seam in the belly wall surrounding it. Right. So shall we? So from the bum hole to the lungs, we all. <laughs> is we is all this need... a little John song? This <laughs> 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 drop down my bum <laughs> to the bum hole <laughs> to the bum hole. <laughs> That's Tony Christie. Um, yeah. So. Somebody hang around the bum hole and then we'll all just <laughs> join join hands. No, that doesn't work. If we... No, I don't know. The the hand rune, how many fingers does it have? Uh, or, or like digits? That's probably better. Uh, they all have five digits. Five digits. So it's a human hand. Yes, they look very much like a human hand. Yeah, it just seems odd that the kidneys have one each and the lungs don't to make six. So I don't know if it is that... Because nothing happens when we just all put a singular hand on. Could we have the note from the heart one more time, please? Yeah. I, Gavin the Rabbit, do hereby sell my soul to Rabbit Satan in exchange for the most perfect carrot in existence. Should this carrot be in any way and at any time imperfect, this contract is null and void. Signed, Gav. P.S. The beast's number is predictable, unimaginative and repetitious. Hmm. Predictable and unimaginative. And then underneath the letter, there was the partially obscured hand room. The all these things in the intestines, te- intestines, intestines. Um, can we could we get at them at all? Certainly. So you uh, you stick your your hand into um, into the intestine hole down the down the bit of bit of belly opening <laughs> sphincter, whatever it's called. Feel a bit of a sizzle on the old knuckles. But searching through, you find a deck of tarot cards. Oh. The wrapping reads "Divine Intuition Gullible Edition." Oh. Okay. Could we open up the pack of cards and, and have a look at them? Sure thing. Uh, they are a full set of classic tarot cards, which I think is the old French one. So a classic set of 14th century tarot cards. How many cards are there in that pack? Uh, lots. Lots. Excellent. Thank you. 72 <laughs> and a half. Okay. If we put our hand back in the intestines, do we get anything else out? No, just like fistfuls of lettuce. Ah. Oh. So what can we do with tarot cards? See, I have a pack of tarot cards. I'm trying to remember if there's anything rabbit related. <laughs> if we, if or we beast flick... related, mm. there's not like um like uh, a card in there like you get in some card packs that tell you how to play some games. Um, there's not, <laughs> but you know what? Sure, there is. Um, oh, excellent! Yeah. Um, so it's divine intuition, gullible edition. Um, predict the future with your pals. Okay. Um, well, Anna, if you've got experience them with them, could you tarot yeah. read us and see what happens? Maybe something useful comes up. Yeah, I'm afraid I can't. Hello, Editing Mike here. Uh, I misheard that and thought Danny wanted me to do it, not Anna. Whoopsie-daisy. 
Fortunately, I'm sure that won't be important. I can give you an interesting you. fact about tarot cards. <laughs> oh, okay, go on then. Uh, they've been about since the 1400s, but weren't associated with uh, hokey divination until the mid-1800s. Uh, up until then, they were just used to play card games that wouldn't feel dissimilar to what we play today, like bridge and trump. Yeah. yeah. No bearing on the puzzle. Okay, excellent. <laughs> Thank you. The, the, sorry, the facts that you just gave us, or the pack of cards themselves, <laughs> are the facts. <laughs> hmm. Are there any hand cards in there, or cards that look like hands? Uh, there are not. Unimaginative and repetitious. Do the cards have numbers on? Uh, yeah, they've, you've got um, sort of your classic one to ten, I think, and then you've got your, tri- your trumps or triumphs, which are your character cards. And there are there are three per suit. I guess that these are split into suits. Yeah, they, they, it gets a bit weird. There's loads of different like character cards from the olden days. They used to get a bit creative with them. Okay. Turns out but we loads have of a number versions. of six cards. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Are there any carrot cards? Uh, no. no. <laughs> um, oh, so you've got characters like, I don't know, like the Hierophant, the Priestess. I'm just trying to think of any of them all line up with an organ. The Lovers and then the Heart. If I put the Lovers card on the Heart, what happens? Uh, nothing. Ah. No, no prior, no prior knowledge of the contents of a tarot deck are required. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Um, I feel like we ought to go and have another look at this prism and see if there's anything, anything about it, any kind of combination locks or anything like that. Uh, the prism is exactly as last described, just covered in ever shifting runes, a pentagonal sh- hovering. What's it? As we're here, can we all put our hands on it to see if the six hand thing does work? Sure, you do. Um, you, yours and Ben's hands overlap again, and you share a long, meaningful glance, but nothing else happens. Can well, we put I, ha- I feel like that was worth it just for that. <laughs> Can we put a hand on each side of the prism? Uh, sure. I don't think you've got quite enough hands for a pentagonal prism, but you do that and nothing happens. Okay. Can we move the organs around in the body and just squish them onto other organs? Uh, no, they're very much attached. Oh. Do it? Can we? If we uh, place our hand on the prism on, on a rune in particular, does it um, affect the rune at all? So if there's a, if we see like a floating hand rune on the prism, can we like touch the floating hand and like stop it? Uh, you attempt to whack a mole with them, um, but nothing happens. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to attempt to touch the heart and then the prism at the same time. Can I do that? Uh, I'm afraid they're a little bit too far apart. Oh man, I'm proper stumped. Thirteen minutes. One. Oh my goodness. Okay, the tarot cards are important. If I found the tarot cards out and give one to Danny, I offer them to Danny and Anna, and they take one each, uh, what do they get? Ah, so, fanning the tarot cards out and giving them to Danny and Anna each, Danny draws the lovers, and Anna draws the Ace of Cups. Okay. Of Cups. The Ace of Cups, yeah. It depicts Mm. a uh, goblet full of sloshing liquid. And is that me that has the Ace of Cups, yeah? That's correct. Um, so Danny has drawn the lovers and Anna has drawn the Oh, and like you said, the lovers is the heart. You have a thing of sloshing liquid and the bladder was described as sloshy. Yeah. So I'm going to go and sit on the bladder with my card. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. If I, if I sort of awkwardly pass these cards found out to, to Anna and take one myself, what do I draw? Ben, you draw the hanged man. Kidney? Intestine? A, a man who's being hanged. Correct. Or lungs, uh, maybe? Oh, lung, lungs or intestines. I was going to say like intestines because it's like long and stringy. Mm. Oh, <laughs> we've got the esophagus. Have we looked at that already? We have. Oh, okay. 
Hmm. Sloshy cup. So, uh, okay, so Anna, you went to sit on the bladder. Has anything happened? Uh, I don't know. I've got uh, it. So I've sat. You say, Anna, sorry, Anna, Anna is sitting on the bladder. Holding right. a card, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so sitting on the bladder with the card, nothing happens. You just smush the bladder a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I start to cry. <laughs> Adding um, to the bladder's contents. <laughs> yeah. So... I think I think we're fairly certain that Anna, you have to be some something to do with the, the bladder. Danny, you're something to do with the heart. Mm. Uh, I'm guessing if we if you guys touch your respective organs, <laughs> um, I've been doing it this whole recording. <laughs> then um, maybe I will go and touch the intestines, and then if nothing happens, maybe the lungs. Okay, um, where will you be touching them? <laughs> right. So I've got the I've got the lovers card, and I'm going to go to the heart and touch the hand symbol on the heart while holding the the tarot card for the lovers. Okay, Danny, as as Danny, as you do so, uh, the hand symbol starts to glow. Okay. Oh, marvellous. Okay, right. So I'm going to touch the bladder symbol, the bladder hand symbol while I'm holding the Ace of Cups card. Anna, as you do so, the bladder symbol on the hand, wait, no, the hand symbol on the bladder starts to glow. Um, and I'm going to go to the intestines, I think, and touch the hand symbol. Ben, as you do so, you get intestine juice on your hand. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh. Um, let's have a wander over to the um, lungs and, and place my hand on the hand symbol there. Okay, Ben, you touch the lungs and the hand symbol there starts to glow. Mm. The oh. pentagonal prism burns brightly and then vanishes. The perfect carrot contained within drops to the floor and into the stomach acid, sizzling. Oh. The contract nailed to Gavin's heart starts to singe and flame. Very slowly, the room around you starts to shrink. You can see that the carrot is eroding a bit where the stomach acid is burning it. You have nine minutes remaining. Oh, is it eroding into some form of... Is it eroding into some form of key that we can use in the belly button? Yes. Okay, yeah, you can see that it's burning away, revealing a golden centre, which has three concentric rings of numbers and a small indicator on it. Oh, oh 666. Slam 666 into that. Yeah, do it. Quick, quick, quick. You twist around 666 and the golden core comes apart, revealing a golden carrot-shaped key within. Congratulations, oh. you have found the key root. It appears to have a <laughs> slotted indent halfway down its length. Oh. <laughs> the room around you shrinks. You have eight minutes and 50 seconds. Oh, my goodness. So can we... Uh, can you... Um, describe the indent more. Is it just an indent yeah. halfway down the key? Yeah, it's a, it's a slotted indent halfway down the length of the key. It would appear to perhaps allow something to be put um, perpendicular horizontally to it. Uh, can I go? Oh, where haven't we rummaged? Maybe, maybe like like a like a tarot card being like placed into it, or uh, no, nothing you've got so far looks like it'll interact with it. Uh, I go into the oh bumhole. <laughs> Is there anything? Any remnant of something in there? Okay, so you... I stare into the void. What do I see? <laughs> do I see daylight out of the bumhole? <laughs> you stick your arm down the bumhole. Uh, you don't see daylight, but you do see something at the bottom of it. Uh, yeah. You pick it up and you can find that it's a smelly carrot coated in mucus. Uh, the mucus <laughs> is extremely thick, but weirdly seems to be covered in three sets of numbers which can rotate freely around a gungy mucusy indicator. Okay, 666. Put it on that. You twist it round to 666, squelch 6, and the mucus <laughs> falls away, revealing inside a silver key. It's the bunny bum key. 
it yeah. looks a lot like a half-digested carrot, but with a key at the end, uh, and appears to have a slotted indent halfway down its length. Okay, I go and run up and I put the, the key in the other key. Okay, you have a, so you've attached the two keys to one another? Uh, yeah, I've tried, I've tried to put it in one of the slots. Okay, so know, you've attached the it two... In there. Okay, so the two keys are now attached in kind of a, a cross or a, a plus symbol formation. Oh, does that work in the belly button keyhole thing now? Um, unfortunately, with the keys in that configuration, you are unable to um, to put them in the lock. Hmm. The, uh, the belly button keyhole, remember, is made up of two adjacent keyholes. Oh, so I take them apart and then just slam them in the belly button keyholes if they fit. Okay. <laughs> you stick the keys into the belly button keyholes and the shrinking stomach wall parts, allowing you all to scramble out. The belly door seals behind you, and Ganvin finishes shrinking down to his normal size. He coughs the two keys out onto the floor. Congratulations, you've saved Belfast St. Peter's Rabbit's Cathedral. Well done, you. Thank goodness, I thought we were going to have to tunnel out the bum hole. (laughs) However, you find yourself not in Belfast as you were expecting, but bunny hell. Rabbit Satan sits before you on a throne of skulls and sawdust, he whiffles his evil little nose and charges up his laser eyes to finish you off once and for all. Oh my. Oh, uh, if we can join the, um, the the keys together to form a cross, can we like, you know... Oh, well done. Oh, yes. Fitting the two keys together, you form a crude crucifix and brandish it at this fuzzy Lucifer. An unearthly scream shatters force as his skin erupts into sores. His laser eyes swell shut and foam bubbles from his mouth. With a wet splat, he explodes. Congratulations, <laughs> you have given Rabbit Satan crucifixomatosis. And you have rid the world of his evil forever. <laughs> oh, Yay! my. Hey. Bye. High five. Oh, high five. Elbow five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, social distancing five. <laughs> <laughs> Behind his throne is a door marked the Infinite Escape Room Lobby. You all step inside and look forward to getting your picture taken at the end. Yeah. You have sold my room. Well done, guys. Oh, good. oh, well done, Mike. Good room. That Five was minutes to spare. That was great. Oh, I'm glad that I'm, I thought to rummage through the bum hole. I figured that would be important. <laughs> I feel like you should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> so I've got some more facts, though. Did oh, you know on. that uh, rabbits with their digestive systems, they pass fermented fibre out of their bum holes with a protective mucus, as that mucus you saw earlier, to form something called a secotrope. Uh, and they're super special yummy droppings that they eat again for a second lap of the digestive system to get all the nutrients out. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I had a rabbit, and he just could not get enough of his own shit. <laughs> oh, well, they—that's very efficient. They're very, very efficient eaters. And finally, myxomatosis fact and crucifixomatosis is best thing I've ever written or said. All the symptoms that I described pretty much are what happens in myxomatosis just over a two-week period. It's a pretty mild virus in everything other than European rabbits who enjoy swelling, skin lesions, hypothermia, depression, anorexia, death, and then violent decompression. Violent oh. decompression? Yeah, they, they explode. <laughs> oh dear. Jeez. <laughs> what for for a, a quick second there, I thought that decompression was like becoming undepressed. <laughs> <laughs> so depression like, and then underpression. <laughs> at least it's quick. <laughs> yeah, quick bout of depression and then you get to the way. Is this going to be your Easter episode then? <gasps> oh my God, I suppose it is. What a happy accident. Ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah, well done. <laughs> happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> 
Do you want to just pretend that Anna pulled an Easter egg out the bum hole and we'll just re-record that bit? <laughs> I, so I was mildly disappointed, although it is definitely more me than you, that uh, that you didn't um, uh, have something around uh, Caro cards. Oh, oh Ben. <laughs> This has been the worst puns. I think I think I'm, I've actually contracted an illness from these puns. Ben, ben, how is isolation going for you? Do we need to send help? I'm getting on just fine, but send help for me. Oh god, this drink is so bad. Oh. Finish us off, Mike. Uh, I, I don't even know how actually, because this is the end of the mini series. You've done it. You've completed the Gavin saga. Congratulations. I suppose so. Ben and I have had a chat, and uh, we're gonna. Uh, have a truly infinite escape room for all the episodes going forwards. Oh, okay. So not a set limit. We're going to keep with this format, basically, and but without uh, a character like Gavin to, to link them. Ah. So not as like a series, but just as kind yeah. of like a an endless, free-flowing, infinite thing. I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to stick idea. with one person doing one room? I think so. Yeah. Cool. But we'll probably still do the old round table, like the old um, round robin format as like a special. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I like the one person doing the room because you can create a bigger puzzle that way. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot to say car artifacts lots of times. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> so thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. That's T-I-E-R underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, and we really rather hope you did, we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a really big help in reaching new audiences. Or you can, and here we need an absurd sharing option. You could just yell the infinite escape room down your drain pipes. Yes, or yes. have a special fascinator made that says <laughs> the infinite escape room on it, almost like Dealey Boppers. <laughs> <laughs> we love you lots, and we'll see you next time on the infinite escape room. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I learned the other day that all fascinators um, have a, like, the word fascinator is, is basically akin to the word phallic. Eh? What? <laughs>